You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. So uh, that's a very good question. Uh, me and Gino have been talking a lot, actually, about uh, bringing one of his bands over to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we, we, however, always had issues with uh, the calendar. Um, we, we never really do big shows in the summer because nobody's in the summer. Nobody's home. Uh, we're all escaping from the heat. So it's a risk. It's a financial risk to do any show. Uh, but when, when he suggested Cryptopsy, uh, it, was a, it was a yes immediately because uh, the timing was perfect. And I had a uh, creative waste in mind to open for Cryptopsy. They've always talked about how great you guys are and everything. So I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to do it. And uh, Gino has been amazing to work with, very organized and very enthusiastic about coming to Saudi. I was actually worried about him being worried coming here, but he wasn't. He was like, let's do it. You know, it's extreme metal. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up, Vox and Hops heads? I'm Matt, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, brought to you by Sound, Talent, Media, and Evergreen Podcasts, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians, talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. Hope you had a killer week. I most certainly did. Now, before we jump into today's episode, I'd just like to ask you to follow the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast on the podcast platform of your choice. But more than that, I would love for you to tell a friend about the podcast. If there's someone in your life that just loves extreme music, that just loves craft beer, well, you should absolutely let them know that the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast exists. If you were to encourage one of your craft beer-loving metalhead friends to become a brand new Vox and Hops head, that would be something that I would truly appreciate. Now, today on the podcast, I'm very stoked to have an episode all about Cryptopsy's experience in Saudi Arabia. Get ready, everyone. This is Vox and Hops episode number 439 with Ace from the Steel Shout podcast and GG Arabia. The CEO of Heavy Arabia. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everyone? Today I'm with Ace from the Metal Shout podcast. We are in Saudi Arabia. Uh, Cryptopsy is about to play. We are the first international metal band to ever perform in Saudi Arabia, which is mind-boggling. Uh, Ace, how you doing? All good. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing great. It's, it's an honor to be with you. We, we hung out yesterday. Uh, we're hanging out now. Uh, Saudi Arabia, I never envisioned myself coming here to perform. It is, it is an honor to, to be here. The experience that we've had, the, the, the way that we've been taken care of, uh, watching this blossoming country's infrastructure uh, that just opened up to the public back in 2018. It's unbelievable everything that's happened in the past five years. Um, the, the amount of buildings that have gone up, the amount of LED screens. It's 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 mind boggling how big this country, this city in Riyadh, has become. Um, but metal used to be something secret. Talk to me about Saudi Arabia's history with metal. Um, I'm surprised I'm the first extreme artist coming here. So so what's the history behind all that? And uh, tell me about uh, the secret drug deal esque uh, experiences you had to go through as a young metalhead trying to go to a metal show. Uh, metal started here uh, early in the 90s in uh, Saudi Arabia, to be honest. And uh, I started with uh, many rock bands such as uh, Sound of Ruby, Creative Waste, Wasted Land, Immortal Bane, uh, Grieving Age. We have a lot of names in here. So um, basically, a lot of artists in here who started uh, uh, this scene, they received this music from outside of Saudi Arabia, and uh, 
they were sneaking all this music right in into Saudi Arabia. Can you imagine that? Because uh, back then, uh, music was uh, forbidden in Saudi Arabia. It any was, music that was any, not any religious ki- music. Any, any kind of any kind of music. Oh, we, yeah, we have this uh, called uh, kind of religious music, but it was fine. Uh, they call it in, in Arabic. I don't know what uh, what you say in English. It's called anashid, but but in general. Uh, music was l- really forbidden in Saudi Arabia, regardless if it was rock, if it was metal, if it was pop. It was. Uh, there were difficult times. Uh, to be honest, I did not live that. Uh, I, w- I wasn't experienced uh, through that. Uh, but uh, the oldest generation, the they've been through that, and they're passionate about uh, this, uh, playing this music. They were discovering uh, such as ba- the, the big names, such as uh, Metallica, Megadeth, um, uh, Black Sabbath. Then they started uh, working on the music and forming bands. And uh, it was like uh, discovering a society. This, this sec- it was like a secret society. And uh, I, I can only imagine so. Yeah. So they were performing and they were, uh, this started as covers. You know, how, uh, how it, uh, you know, they did not get the knowledge to, to, ha- to know how to play. Compose songs. They would play other people's songs. Exactly. Doing covers, playing the other music stuff. And uh, they were playing in like uh, secret houses and away from everyone. And it was like uh, the, uh, the the way we call it that word to word, mouth to mouth, ear to mouth, mouth to ear. People, people, people had to. There was no advertising. There this. was no adver- uh, advertising, and you made uh, get caught by the police. And what the would have been the, the consequences? The, uh, the consequences, uh, you know, some people they got uh, their long hair. They, ju- uh, they you get caught by the religious uh, police, and they shave your head bald. <laughs> wow! So so so. But b- prior to 2018, there was religious police here. Um, and I think um, until 2000. 16 17 but it was but uh, there was no secret uh, things anymore because it, it got exposure and uh, now a lot of things are allowed and it's easier to handle things more right and more acceptance more, i'm talking about uh, i'm talking about the early 2000s so uh until 2000 i might say 10 there were, so the the scene started from two uh it, it got the, the most exposure from 2000 until 2009 then everything just dropped because uh couple of events they got caught and it was really difficult times and the scene went really down i did not live all of that because i've been doing an interviews with the bands and they were telling me all these stories mm-hmm. you have all this history because yeah, yeah. uh i've never been with the scene to be honest i've never i just knew them by stories then on 2020 out of sudden there was this move of metal it started with the wasted land they released their uh, their comeback song and suddenly, later on and on, the bands they started coming back together. So that's how it that's how it went basically for the uh, for uh, for the shows in here. Well, it's very exciting to to see this whole thing blossoming and having people come and support. I haven't performed yet, so I'm not. I don't know what the crowd's going to be like. Well, what is a typical crowd response? for a band that's performing because i've toured all over the world and, I, and i've said this and I've, I've answered this question that people always say well what is your favorite place to play what what how do people perf- act in different areas of the world and and my answer typically is always that they they behave the same so i'm interested to see how a saudi crowd reacts to graves of the fathers slit your guts uh in comparison to what happens in japan and what happens in mexico city uh, and what happens in let's say texas so basically let me just tell you this 
whatever it's playing on the stage, we're going to enjoy it. We don't care. <laughs> so you're going to play extreme metal, you're going to play alternative metal, you're going to play rock, you're going to play pop, hip-hop, we don't care. As there is going to be an artist, we're going to enjoy it. <laughs> That's the beauty here in Saudi Arabia. That's the beauty of the community here and the people here in Saudi Arabia. We we enjoy we love the entertainment we love the uh, listening to music we love enjoying um, uh, ourselves with uh, many kind of arts in here so whatever is going to be performed tonight we're going to go go down with it so uh at first i saw a lot uh, when i encountered with the people in uh, here uh, at the first uh, uh, by the way the first metal show i've attended was uh, was in 2020 it was with the local band called immortal pain So there were they have their old fans and they got enjoyed to them and I met new fans to them. They were shocked at first. Wow, what kind of music is this? I even brought my friend. He wasn't really he knows metal, but he wasn't really a fan of it. I took him, "Hey, listen, we're going to go to see this local band here. It's called Immortal Pain." After the show, he did not stop listening to them. On his way home, He was. He kept me. He told me, "Hey, Ace, you know what? I I enjoyed this band. I love them. I admire them." So people truly enjoy what's uh, what's going on in here. What music you're gonna perform? Uh, what matters to them is play whatever you want. We're gonna enjoy it. Uh, they be shocked because uh, maybe for extreme metal they'll be shocked, but I'm guarantee. I'm hundred percent guaranteed that they're gonna enjoy. The show immediately. They're ready for the extreme vocals. They're ready for my my hair going everywhere. Oh, trust me, we have this already. We've seen that a lot. Wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. That makes me feel good. Uh, Vox and Hops. Typically, I hang out with my metal friends to talk about their lives and music while sharing craft beers. Now we're in Saudi Arabia, and that makes this for an interesting experience. Uh, I have not had a beer in the past forty some odd hours. Uh, I'm doing okay. I, I I can do that. I'm 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 not. I don't have a problem. <laughs> we do make. We've been making lots of jokes about where the beer is because Cryptopsy, we do enjoy our beer. So I actually am drinking a beer. It's actually the first beer that I've drank What do you in think? Saudi Arabia. It's a Heineken uh, 0.0% alcohol-free. Uh, first time that I've ever had uh, a non-alcoholic uh, Heineken on the podcast. It's actually going down sort of uh, smoothly. And as we were having a conversation before on your podcast, the Steel Shout podcast, I almost felt like I was drinking a beer. So that's that's fun. It's working. It's working. Uh, talk to me about your experience with beer. Have you ever had a beer? Is that something you can talk about? And if you can't, then you can tell me that, and we will move on. Uh, no, uh, actually, I don't uh, drink. I don't. I don't even smoke at all. I don't even d drink soft drinks. To be uh, to be quite the honest, that's good. That's because that's because of your <laughs> day job. But, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you, you're gonna tell them about the, the your, alter, your your Clark your Clark Clark Kent. Uh, yeah, yeah, my Clark uh, Kent ego uh, is uh, being a dentist, so. which is pretty cool. He's he's, he's a I'm a metal podcaster dentist. I think that's very cool. By the way, there's a funny story. Sometimes I work with the patients while listening to uh, extreme metal. Hell yes. <laughs> Their teeth get clean real fast. Yeah. They, they're like, what are you listening to? Ah, just a chilling music. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so alcohol has never been a part of your culture. It's never been a part of your life. It's never something where you've traveled outside of Saudi Arabia. Not even when I travel. It's just uh, something, uh, it's just a lifestyle for me. I enjoy a couple of stuff uh, for myself. Uh, You know, uh, I live a healthy life. Uh, even I don't like smoking or going through any other uh, way. Um, not even my, you know, when it comes to think about it, uh, I don't think uh, anyone guided me through this. It's just my natural thing to go. 
and I think maybe uh, I know that people would drink or go smoking just to let the rage or something or anger or or stress relief or, 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 or it's stre- like a, uh, but, letting but, undoing but, your tie, you know? Yeah, but for my alter, I do alternative stuff. Like I chew gums a lot. Okay. Yeah, uh, I remember one day that I was chewing gums. I finished an entire bottle of gums. The next day, I had really severe pain in my TMJ, in my joint. I would imagine so. Yeah, yeah your, your, so, jaw, your jaw joint. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, I, I get alternative stuff for to, to release the stress. I sometimes listen to music. Uh, sometimes I go for a walk uh, just to relax myself. I even listen to just calm music just to uh release the stress i play video games um i'm a gamer i uh i enjoy a lot of stuff on my playstation or playing pc um i read comics i watch movies as well so i get my ways to release the stress through other methods for that that's very healthy do it people don't don't be like me (laughs) be like ace (laughs) the um at what point do you think and do you, with everything that's advancing so quickly here in Saudi Arabia, do you think that there will ever be alcohol here? The, I wouldn't, I don't think, I don't know. Uh, I have no clue about this, uh, to be honest. We'll find out. We'll find out, people. Then we'll come back. Until then, we'll see. But uh, <laughs> 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 um, the way that um, metal was restricted, Back in the 90s, early 2000s, were other things also restricted, such as you mentioned it, your love of video games, of movies, were those also taboo and hard to get your hands on and you had to buy them, let's say, secretly, yeah. Yeah, we didn't have cinema back then. Uh, back then. Cinema was opened around, I don't know, maybe the last five years. Everything just has been yeah, blossoming yeah. and blowing up in the past five years. You guys are just, it's like... Can you imagine we weren't allowed to even have TVs in our homes? They, they, uh, they were uh, uh, the religious police. They were. Uh, they might even uh, just uh, destroy uh, your TV or satellite stuff. Unbelievable! Yeah. yeah, it's like you guys are like kids in a candy store with with knowledge and and just just a plethora of of experiences to to behold. Now I'm telling you that that's all all these stories I've heard. Uh, even though, and you know, maybe I came from the the later generation a little bit on, and I was like, was that even real? Yeah, I, I sometimes you know yeah. uh, I I've heard that I saw a little bit. There were uh, events that were happening in front of my eyes, but they weren't that very much. But we were a little bit careful about uh, how to behave. Or I, I to would go- also be very very careful. The thing that marked me probably the most yesterday at the boulevard was people's reaction. We are traveling with uh, Song Gino Slamman Bookings, and he has lime green, short, dyed hair. Dude, that, that hair is really amazing. I wouldn't apply it to that. I was like, oh, dude. But, but the thing that, that the, the, we were walking around this place, and it was mostly the younger generation um, people, Saudi people, that were, were really interested in Gino's hair? Uh, I think because uh, it has uh, almost a little bit the, the shade of the Saudi flag. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, it that's sort of looks like a tennis ball, is, is, is what we've been joking about. <laughs> but uh, I think that that's a, a lot of respect also for people who respect also Saudi Arabia in here. So, because, you know, the country here uh, welcomes in everyone and they are open for everyone. It's here. very exciting. Yeah. Yes. And uh, you see how things uh, gone modern uh, regarding it's so the, quickly in the past five it's years, it's quickly, unbelievable. We kept uh, saying that yesterday too. What is this ha- country going to look like in the next ten years? Yes, uh, can you imagine? Now we have festivals. We have. Uh, uh, we're talking about the entire industry. We have uh, 
the newest technology. Even even if I'm talking about uh, the uh, the industry, uh, even in the medicine, we uh, uh, we brought uh, like the uh, latest devices and the newest uh, equipment for uh, when it comes uh, to hospitals to the clinics. Uh, it's all on the latest uh, upgraded uh, courses we take on for the medical field in the industry. So it's growing really quickly because Saudi Arabia now wants to grow at, to be among other countries on top. Uh, can you imagine uh, uh, Saudi Arabia is going to host uh, the, World, uh, the World Cup in 2034? I can't imagine that. They got to figure out yeah. their, their traffic problem, though. Don't worry about the traffic. <laughs> We're gonna, it's always crowded here in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> that, that we were also saying that last night, that the traffic is a bit intense. But uh, uh, Ace, I appreciate you taking the time, sitting down with me, talking about your life, talking about uh, the Saudi scene. I, it's very exciting. I can't wait to play tonight. Uh, I'm going to hang out with Gigi from yeah. Heavy Arabia. We're going to continue this episode. Uh, thank you very oh, much. Yeah. Man, thank you so much. And uh, glad to see you here. And hope to see you soon. Absolutely. You soon. I'd love that. Cheers. Hey, what's up, Vox and Hobsons? I just want to take a little moment about Cryptopsy's upcoming tours. That's right, I'm talking about the Scream of Perseverance tour and our headliner dates that coincide with that tour called As Summer Burns. The Scream of Perseverance tour is kicking off at the end of May and runs all the way until the end of June. We are supporting the mighty death to all. We are going all over the United States and we are hitting some of Canada. So excited to be honoring the legendary music of death alongside amazing musicians that performed on these albums. Even more stoked to be doing some headliner dates in some cities that I've actually never played in. If you are planning to come to any of these shows, you should definitely grab your tickets by going to voxandhops.com slash summer and you will be able to grab all of your tickets there. That's voxandhops.com slash summer. Do it, people. Come hang out with me. Enjoy life, metal, and craft beer in your hometown. Come to a show. We're going to have a great time. Now, enough about all of that. Let's get back to the episode. Here I am with Gigi from Heavy Arabia, the gracious host that we've had, uh, the one that's been organizing everything, that's been logistically figuring out how to keep us happy despite the lack of alcohol. Uh, Gigi, how are you doing? Very good. And yourself? I'm great. Thank you so, so much for bringing us here, for hosting uh, the first international extreme metal show. When you had the uh, presentation or however Sampra Song, Gino, Slam Man Booking hit you up, uh, what was your, your reaction? Was it, was, was everyone's asking me this question in the reverse, how my reaction was. I'm curious how you, when you finally pulled the trigger and said, yes, I'm going to book Cryptopsy, what was your reaction there? So uh, that's a very good question. Uh, me and Gino have been talking a lot actually about uh, bringing one of his bands over to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we, we, however, always had issues with uh, the calendar. Um, we, we never really do big shows in the summer because nobody's in the summer. Nobody's home. Uh, we're all escaping from the heat. So it's a risk. It's a financial risk to do any show. Uh, but when, when he suggested Cryptopsy, uh, it, was a, it was a yes immediately because uh, the timing was perfect. And I had uh, Creative Waste in mind to open for Cryptopsy. They've always talked about how great you guys are and everything. So I thought it would be the perfect opportunity to do it. And uh, Gino has been amazing to work with, very organized and very enthusiastic about coming to Saudi. I was actually worried about him being worried coming here 
but he wasn't. He was like, let's do it. You know, it's extreme metal. Let's do it. Yeah. No, he's on for He's on as long as there's great food and, and, yeah. and you're, you're, you're shopping you know, malls. He loves it. No, no Supreme shops though. <laughs> yeah. Not yet. You got to get that next. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me about starting heavy Arabia and, um, everything that went into that. And there was the mention, Ace just mentioned that there was a big boom in the year 2020 was, was heavy Arabia born around that boom. And what's the history of heavy Arabia? So, um, the history of Heavy Arabia goes back to when I started. Um, I was a partner in, in Metal East Records in Dubai. I gained experience from my mentor, Matasam Qabbani, who is the owner of uh, Metal East Records. And I wanted to bring the experience home beginning of 2020. And when, uh, when we were in lockdown... I thought it was the perfect opportunity to really start um, conceptualizing Heavy Arabia. And um, I actually involved my friends in probably almost everything, the logo design, the concept, the vision, uh, because I had to involve artists as well. Like, what would you want to happen as a metal artist? And um, so uh, we did that. Um, and I... Just, I, I was just waiting for the green light as far as uh, the ban on live music is concerned. Because of the COVID restrictions or because of what was happening? No, because of COVID, yeah. So during lockdown, I was preparing Heavy Arabia from A to Z. I was also um, studying the market, um, knowing, uh, trying to figure out how, like, where I would even hold the events. I was doing a lot of uh, market research. And then I decided to launch it as soon as the ban on live music was lifted in 2021. And people were very excited. Yeah, I, I literally had everything ready, my promo video ready, um, everything was ready. And as soon as the government lifted the ban on live music, I launched Heavy Arabia immediately. I think that's awesome. Was, and this could be, forgive me if this is not a sensitive subject. Was there any backlash, you being a female, was that something that... that with the history of everything that happened in Saudi, was there more of a backlash that that people were against heavy Arabia or or boycott or I, and I, I apologize if this is not. It's not sensitive. Actually, it's a very important subject to talk about. Uh, so um, I wouldn't say backlash, but there was a lot of uh, skepticism mm -hmm. around heavy Arabia as a company and around a female running it, and it came from very few people, thankfully. Um, um, so, you know, I had questions about, okay, so who do, do you, who does she think she is? Uh, she's, uh, hijacking the scene. Um, we started this first and, you know, we suffered and whatever. And I'm like, yeah, you suffered, but you know, you don't have to suffer anymore. And that's why Heavy Arabia exists. You know, you don't have to suffer. We can work together. Mm -hmm, we can work together. <laughs> it exists for you, you know? So yeah, um, that's locally. Internationally, um, of course, every time, well, not every time, but sometimes when I approach booking agents or artist managers about possibly booking their bands, they would ask me super irrelevant questions. They would bring up anything that is um, politics related or whatever, you know, but what do you think about this? You know, before we book our bands, what do you think about, you know, and I'm like, you know, I'm just, I'm just someone who's trying to enable the scene and I'm trying to contribute to the music industry in Saudi. It's uh, It's still growing. It's not perfect at all, but I'm not waiting for things to be perfect. And I want people to be on board with that. And somebody who's ready to, to, to navigate the industry with me and 
make it work, not make it complicated. So if you're not interested, that's okay. <laughs> Someone else most definitely will be. And and it's really just laying the bricks of a foundation of something that's going to be massive. Now, we just spoke about before me and Ace that Metallic is coming to Soundstorm. That That is like a jet rocket pack to any scene's credibility. Cryptopsy is one thing, but Metallic is another world, obviously. So, so what would be the future for Heavy Arabia if you were in control of it? Which you are, but if you had like carte blanche to, to design the next year, let's say. I would, of course, like to do open air festivals. Um, I would start with, I, we kind of already started with a 500 cap festival last year, but I want to increase the capacity, hopefully by involving sponsors and partners. And um, I want to, I of course, bring bands that are relevant to 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 what our fan base like and um yeah hopefully also export saudi music not just import metal i want to of course help bands play international festivals i want them to work closely with other bands as far as album features are concerned and, and everything we've done that with a couple of bands but i believe now if people start seeing that we're really putting in the effort and we're producing work and we're not just talking that they will be interested in possibly helping in one way or another as you're mentioning that i know that you travel a lot you've been to a lot of festivals in europe um something that happens at home in montreal in, in canada is that there's the battle for Wacken. is that something that has happened here is that something you can envision happening here um where eventually a saudi band will go play at Wacken? so uh, as a matter of fact last year heavy arabia approached Wacken about um bringing the battle to saudi arabia and they asked us to prepare a presentation with, with um, relevant information. They wanted to know how many active bands there are and what, what were the um, dominant genres. And, you know, they had, they had bullet points. We prepared the presentation and we sent it over to Vakan. And it looks like now they're interested in coming to Saudi. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but um, they haven't figured out yet when the applications will open. Okay, that's but awesome. It looks, do it, do it, Vakin. I yeah. think it's a great idea. Um, it'd be a great way to to get young and all Saudi bands very excited about the possibility of traveling to Germany, playing one of the world's biggest metal festivals uh, before you build your biggest metal festival here. We'll probably have a bigger one. <laughs> that's that's what I'm thinking yeah. towards <laughs> after everything I've seen here. Gigi, thank you so so much. Uh, we got to go rest. We got to go eat supper. We got a show to play. Um, I'm very excited that we're here. I'm had, very happy we had this opportunity to talk. Uh, the future is bright for for Saudi Arabia, for the metal scene in Saudi Arabia. I greatly appreciate everything you've done. This has been amazing. Thank you so much, Matt. And um, I'm actually super honored. And you have no idea like how much it means to all of us that you accepted to come here and you wanted to, you know, just do it with, you know, even if there are problems, nothing is perfect, but you know, it takes, it takes at least one band to come here. Well, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy to do that. Thank you. Thank you so much. Cheers. Hey, thank you all so, so much for listening right to the end. You know that I love and appreciate that, man. This was an awesome, 
awesome experience. Uh, never in my life did I imagine that I would be playing in Saudi Arabia. And I am damn glad that I did. I'm damn glad that I beat Metallica. That's right. Being the first international metal band to ever play in Saudi Arabia. The future of metal in Saudi Arabia is bright. Uh, Metallica did play, as uh, everyone has seen by now, uh, videos across the globe were shown of Metallica performing there. Saudi Arabia, what, what a crazy country to have been to. I am very, very stoked to see the future of Saudi Arabia as it becomes more and more open to the public and more and more events happen there. Cryptopsy had a wonderful experience there, and I am stoked to come back. Massive, massive cheers to Heavy Arabia for having us, and a huge, huge shout-out to Gino Song from Slam Man Booking Asia for bringing Cryptopsy to Saudi Arabia. Now, if you enjoyed this Vox and Hops episode, you should sign up to the Vox and Hops Middle Podcast mailing list. You can do that on my website, voxandhops.com. That's V-O-X-A-N-D-H-O-P-S.com. And when you do that, you shall receive one email a week that contains all of the details of everything that has happened recently in the world of the Vox and Hops Middle Podcast. You get to see which episodes I dropped recently. You will get to see which episodes I have coming up. You will get to hear about any projects I have in the works before I announce them to the public. You will also get to find out what's going on in the world of Cryptopsy and with As Gamora Burns. We have a lot of stuff going on so if you want to be up to date in that sign up to the mailing list the mailing list also includes all the details of all the albums that the vox and hops album review crew have reviewed recently and you will get to see which albums jerry monk vox and hops's metal architect has added to the brutal awakenings playlist there's always a lot of stuff going on in the world of the vox and hops metal podcast so please do me a favor and sign up to the mailing list because i hate when you miss a single thing the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast is brought to you by Sound, Talent, Media, and Evergreen Podcasts. I hope you have a killer rest of the week. I will be back with another episode next week on Tuesday with Don Viteri of Rooster Beers. But until then, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hops heads. It is now 2024. And the choice is up to you. Do you listen to good podcasts or do you listen to bad ones? Well, we've got a suggestion for you. How about you listen to a good podcast for the first time in your miserable life? I can think of one. Overnight Drive. Going strong. 11 years now. The podcast about nothing. Your favorite podcast's favorite podcast. Do you enjoy nothing? <laughs> so do we. Why don't you come over and check it out and stop listening to other podcasts? Thank you. <laughs>